Welcome to All Kinds. I'm Kaya. And I'm Yehudis. Today's episode is nice and nasty. Mm. <laughs> yes, more allegations are coming to light about Ellen's nice but really nasty and bitchy behavior. We keep hearing more and more about people who play a nice person in public, but really they're assholes in real life. Also, are things going to come to light for James Corden's apparently bitchy behavior? We will find out. So is it okay to cancel your family? Ooh, lots to unpack there. Lots to unpack. Definitely. So this whole Ellen thing has exploded and now there's rumors floating around that James might replace her. It's not looking like a little bit of a lateral move, people are saying. He's starting to get this reputation. Well, not starting. So just taking it back from the beginning, too, with Ellen. I mean, her allegations are getting more and more severe. Yeah. Now, this woman, and I heard about this on the Twitter feed. There was a, a guy who wrote, I'm donating to a food bank for anyone who can tell me what really Ellen is like behind the scenes. And one woman said she tried to get me fired. She reported me for having chip nail polish at a vegan restaurant this woman worked at. So recently, Inside Edition caught up with the woman, who's also a stand-up comic, and was saying, you know, I was really shocked that Ellen actually took the time to write an email to my supervisors right. and saying, you know, about the chip nail polish on my hand. And I just thought, first of all, as another woman to woman, it's horrible, it's disgusting. And also as a fellow comic, I mean... I didn't know she was a comedian. Right. And she said, you know, the Inside Edition reporter asked, what do you think of all these celebrities that are coming out? So now Ashton Kutcher, uh, who else? Katy Perry, Mm -hmm. Jay Leno have been coming in Ellen's defense. Diane Keaton. Fuck all of them, because they obviously don't stand for the working people. But they're all so stupid. They all keep saying, I had a great time with Ellen. So what are these people bitching about? (laughs) So the reporter asks the woman just that. And the woman says, well, obviously she was great, too. You're a rich celebrity. Uh, Why don't you listen to the people who actually had to work underneath her? Exactly. Everyone's saying that, like... The fact that they come forward and say these things make them look even worse. No one's saying she doesn't treat her guests properly. Nobody has said that. They're saying that people have to walk on eggshells around her. And we explained with the Australian producer. Right. Even the Aussie producer. I mean, he's not lying. He has no skin in the game. He was saying he was shocked about how crazy it was that her own staff was like walking on eggshells. How do you not notice that? Yeah. And he says, I can't tell you if she's nice or not because I wasn't allowed to look at her or speak to her. Well, and he's the producer. And that's the great part about this coronavirus. We're really seeing celebrities not being able to read the room. It's starting with the Imagine video <laughs> um, with these celebrities, you know, Vanessa Hutchins saying, you know, people are just going to die. Well, you know, it's just part of being a virus. <laughs> I think it's like you always think of when you see an actress in a movie that's and you really love the movie and you love the character and then you see this celebrity go on a talk show or something and you can see they're off script and you're like oh what a dud this actor act then you realize that's not the character they didn't write those words we're seeing them without their writers essentially right and and you know it's ricky gervais was recently on a british podcast and he said you know people regular people are sick of being you know lectured by celebrities to recycle properly to um you know not use as much oil when you live in these mega mansions you you're the one who's gas guzzling you know enough Absolutely. with the lectures already and with ellen what makes it even more hilarious that she had this be kind oh i just want to be kind but her work i mean that environment the dj the old dj tony I came out and acknowledged yeah. the workplace was 
toxic. Yeah, these, these not only were the employees scared, but even there was an incident, as you're hearing more and more, I'm sure you're seeing a lot of these stories, but like one was where an audience member, Ellen, played a prank on them. And she basically had a table of freebies when you come to the show. And she said, oh, yeah. everyone just take one. So apparently one of the audience members, she took a couple more, whatever. She'd probably been in line for, you know, hours, who knows. Anyway, so Ellen shamed her on the episode, made her come up on sitting like Ellen Jail or something. I remember when that first really happened, mean, too, apparently. and I thought, that's really mean. I remember watching that show live, and I was like, that is horrible. It's uncomfortable. And what's the woman going to do, right? She signed a waiver. She didn't realize that next thing you know, she's on national TV. And now it's coming up all over again. Or making fun of Sofia Vergara's accent as if she's like dumb. Not, you know, it wasn't in like a loving way. It was trying, hey, Sofia, can you pronounce this word? Can you pronounce that word? And just laughing at it. Oh, my God. It's like as Canadians when people ask me, you live in an igloo? Or do you say a boot? I've never, for the record, I've never heard a Canadian say a boot. I say it when I'm making a joke. Like if I'm talking to someone who really doesn't know, I'm like, that's what it's about, eh? Yeah, I mean, we just say A a lot. I say A all, all the, the time. time. And you we know, say sorry a lot. I do say sorry. You know, when I lived in Boston, in the States, Americans say, excuse me. But in Canada, it's it's sorry. And then excuse me is like very rude in Canada. It's like, excuse me. Or, yeah, it's very rude. or it can be nice. Like, oh, sorry. Excuse, excuse me. me. But we'll still say sorry with the excuse me. And then to say sorry, we say I apologize. That's right. And I think that's the big difference. I'll meet Americans all the time. And even though we're born in the States, we've got to make this clear. We're both. But sometimes I'll forget that, you know, we're living here. We say sorry all the time. And I'll meet an American and I'll be like, sorry, just as a way of speaking. And they'll be like, oh, what are you sorry for? I'm like, what? They take it super seriously. I'm like, right. Who's sorry? They're like, you just said sorry. I'm like, no, I, I just meant hold the door. You know. Well, <laughs> when I worked in a in a hotel in Boston, I, I said sorry to one of my coworkers. And I kept, I apparently kept saying it again. It's like another word for excuse me. I'll say sorry oh, if yeah. I'm in someone's way or sorry. You know, the woman, this woman, Olga, who was a real bitch, though. She's like, <laughs> why are you saying sorry? Like, you know, what? I said, oh, sorry, Olga. Like, I meant like, excuse me. And she goes, and I explained to her that's like the Canadian. Yeah, we're not apologizing. People think we're always apologizing. Right. There's we're apologize not. and then there's sorry. That's right. They're very different things. You have to use the word apology in an apology. Right. Like, I deeply apologize. That's right. You can't just say, I'm sorry. If and... a Canadian tells you I deeply apologize, that means they're sorry to like a hundred times. Yeah, they like, really mean it. That's a genuine apology. Right. You can take that. But yeah. <laughs> But speaking of, I think we should get into this James Corden because there's rumors going around that he also is a bit Eleni, if I may say so. Oh, well, do share. I know you've been yeah, doing your I was research. Like looking it up and I was like, what the heck? So I guess it all started. He made a big uh, success with the Gavin and Stacey show, which was a delightful little, you know, comedy show about these couples living. I think it was in, in Welsh or, you know, wherever Welsh. Somewhere lands. in the yeah. UK. You know what I mean. Anyway, darling, so he became like a big hit. The show won all these awards and he's a comedic actor, but he decided that makes him a comedian. And I think that's why Ricky Gervais and him have beef. Well, we can get back to that later. And then he admits he even says he became a bit of a brat. The fame went to his head, all of that. Anyway, he comes over here. He does a movie with Harvey Weinstein and then he gets this show and things are going great. And then he just starts. I think the first big mistake he makes is uh, at the Amphar Awards. And Harvey had just been like, you know, all these allegations were coming out. And he suddenly starts making these Harvey jokes that are really, really in poor taste at the time. This is a guy who palled around with Harvey, did movies, didn't say anything. What and, kind of jokes was he saying? Um, I don't remember exactly, but you could look it up. But they basically were not made, yeah, like, oh, it's so hot in here. Harvey, Harvey's already asking for a massage or some shit like that. Oh, yeah. No, you, you can't know. do that, James. Rose McGowan uh, right away tweeted out, you fucking piglet or some shit like that. I love Rose <laughs> McGowan. First of all, for her, she is amazing because now we're seeing all these hollywood celebrities and the pedo ring 
<laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So here he is trying to hop on the bandwagon. He's always like that kid that's trying to like be in the cool group. Like he tries too hard. You get that vibe that right. he's not so genuine. And he replaced Craig Ferguson, who was hilarious. And you know? Craig will always have my heart because you guys know I'm a huge Britney fan. And when Britney shaved her head and lost custody of her kids, everyone was making fun of her. Jimmy fucking Kimmel. Fuck you, Jimmy. He was making fun of her. And he was the only one that said, you know, I know everyone's talking about Britney Spears. And he went through his own. He talked about in his monologue, his own serious addiction with alcoholism. And he goes, you know, I'm not going to make fun of Britney Spears. She's a baby. She's 23 years old. Yeah. You You go from like a Craig to like corporate vanilla sponsorship is what feels like. You feel like you're getting something. I will say this, though. I think James Corden is hilarious with his skits. He um, once went skydiving with Tom Cruise. It was hilarious. He once went to a pride parade and they told him he was a bear. He didn't like that because when you're fat as a gay man, you're called a bear. Um, So it is hilarious when he has those skits. Yeah. So uh, speaking of that, his skits is one of the things that got him in hot water. He has this skit where like he you have to eat all this gross food. And if you don't, then you have to answer a question. So the person who was on, I think it was Kimmel or Fallon. I think it might have been Kimmel, ate all the food. And so was able to turn the tables and ask him questions. And he challenged James, name two of your cameramen. He could not name a single one. He works with these people day in and day out. Now, that's bad when you compare to our girl, Wendy Williams, who always includes her cast, um, her crew, all the time. She's turning the camera around all the time. What do you think, Susan? What happened here? Right, Suzanne, what do you think? (laughs) And they're, like, busy trying to run the show holding cameras. You you see them all disheveled. Like, (laughs) when she tells her camera crew to come in or the one who had a cold, she made him come in. How are you feeling? You're feeling better. I'm trying to film a show. Wendy, I got to get back there. (laughs) She's like, well, come tell us all. (laughs) So you could tell. To not know a single name, I mean, yeah, it looks like we're only watching the show for an hour, but they... Do a lot of work. There's a lot of Well, you can tell even with Conan O'Brien when he had, he did a whole skit on his interns and he made fun of, like, he pretends to be an asshole, Conan, but you could tell he's a sweetheart. When he lost his show, he made sure to use his salary to pay for the cast and the crew. I don't think James Corden. I believe Conan is a Keanu. And then the worst is, so he went on Reddit with his team and they said, Ask me anything. It's a popular feature on Reddit. And he just got a ton of hate coming his way. And one thing that really stuck out is he was called out for going to, like, I think a writer's union meeting. He went without the writers and then was advocating for them to get less pay. (gasps) Yeah, yeah. He claims that wasn't his intention. He just wanted to make it so up and coming interns kept find a way in, I guess, at the expense of the actual senior writers. But it really wasn't a good look. He didn't really apologize. He said that wasn't his intent, but the writing was on the wall, if I may say. Sorry for the pun. Right. I mean, (laughs) he is... I hope things come to light about him because also you mentioned that like um, you told me that his wife or something. What's happening with everyone now that everyone's like hyper Eleni aware and looking for this type of behavior. So someone said they were on a plane ride and they saw this woman like struggling to get her bags and whatever put them up. And the guy was just sitting there like whatever, like wearing an eye mask. This is before Corona. Anyway, so didn't think much of it. But then afterwards, like he was trying to get her stuff and she was really struggling. She's like a petite woman. And she's like, for fuck's sake, James, can you help me? And he would not help her. And then the person turned around and realized it was James Gordon. Just his wife is schlepping everything, taking care of everything. Sounds like someone we might know in our family. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. So essentially, you're hearing more and more trickle out that he's not the nicest. Even on TripAdvisor, if you just look it up, there's a review of someone who went to see the show. And they'd gone like, you know, when you go to L.A., you, you go see a show. I once saw Leno. It's like a thing you do. You, they film the show during the day. And they got the tickets and they came in and they said he wouldn't even like really engage with the audience at all. It was just on his phone. And then when the, like it was time to air, boom, he's on. Hey, guys. 
nice. I'm the nicest corporate vanilla stuff, you know? And I think the reason why it hits so hard is because we obviously have people like that in our family, in your family. You might have people who act really nice, who say, hey, if you need anything, you know, I'm here, you know, I'm your brother, or I'm your sister. And then when you actually need something, they're like, fuck no. Yeah. And the next thing you know, they're at a meeting trying to get you less pay. That's right. <laughs> so I think that's the big, big issue here. When we talk about being one with the people and you're putting on this whole persona of niceness. Someone even said to him, I love karaoke carpool. You think you'd ever do one with a regular person? Which would be hilarious, too. It would. Just grab one of the audience members. I know he's not even driving. We know that now. He's just being towed around. Well, to be honest, he is British. And I don't know why the English people drive on the left side. They hate him. They, they don't want him back. I heard that they hate him. And they also hate Pierce Morgan, though. But I like Pierce Morgan. I don't know why they hate Pierce. I haven't, like, really looked into that. I only know Pierce from being over here. But also when he was a judge on the talent show there. But That's I don't, good. But usually, like, one of these type of personalities in Britain has a long-standing career. So maybe he did shows and stuff we don't know about. But I know for Corden, people feel he's not really a comedian. And he tries to, like, kind of steal Ricky's vibe. You know, it kind of sounds like these nice but nasty people. Again, I'm going to go on Meghan Markle. I mean... It was just recently the Telegraph confirmed that uh, her Wikipedia, when she was before she was engaged to Harry, right before was changed. It was before it was actor, model, and then once before she got engaged, it was humanitarian. And and during this time, she flew to like Uganda to pose with like impoverished black children. Oh right. Um, right. So it's all coming to light. The nice, but I mean that's a nasty thing to do. But it's like you say, you got to be worried of someone who tells you i'm a kind person it's like when someone says i'm a good person right Ooh, you know what i mean you get a little suspicious why is this person telling or, me you that? know evil people can do nice things Absolutely. bill cosby did amazing things he did amazing things for Absolutely. the black community and for just america in general you know he was called america's father and then he was also a rapist you can be That's two right. things you absolutely can speaking of which i'll just take us to our commercial Oh, already? Okay. Yeah, we've got a lot to talk about, so we got to fit in a word from our sponsors. You know how they do. <laughs> <laughs> so this commercial is brought to you by Actual Kindness. Try it on for size. Maybe don't be such a shit all the time. And if you can't stop pretending to be nice, just be yourself. You don't need to, quote, kill us with your kindness. Please don't. Papa don't preach, and neither should you. Mm, amen. And, and we're, we're back. back. That's a great commercial. I love being sponsored by kindness because you know what, Haya? Always be kind. I genuinely think I'm a kind person. Oh, here we go. Once we're saying we're good people. Now, I can be shitty too at times. I'm not going to lie. But genuinely, I'm nice. If I see, I always say this, whenever I see, we have a huge homeless problem here in Vancouver. But if I see an elderly homeless person or someone, you know, a homeless person, you know, is really struggling or any woman that's a homeless, I don't care regardless of their age, I always make sure to give them. A tampon? No, I give them money. A dollar, five dollars, whatever it is. Yeah. No, I mean, unfortunately here. I think that's nice. Yeah, because we're we're also (laughs) in Canada, so there is a social safety net. So the majority of the homeless here, it's for addiction. Right. But if it's a woman, I mean, we talked about this last episode. I always tip a little higher if it's a woman server, you know, just again, ladies, part of the sisterhood. And that's the thing, especially like with these celebrities. I think that's why everyone's getting so upset. It's because we're in a time of like international need. And then you're always saying you're such a kind, nice person. And then you're not be a Keanu. Right. I mean, they're not reading the room whatsoever. And I think that's great. When Ellen said she feels like she's in prison while being taped in her luxurious mansion and also cut a lot of her crew, I think that's where the crew actually finally said, fuck this bitch. Yeah. You don't go after someone's money. 
she got her crew her crew's pays cut by like 60 percent, but still demanded that they be on on the work writing for her everything now it takes a lot to write that's right and so that's the thing james wasn't successful who knows what would have been if he had been successful like getting the writer strike but i don't think it's a good idea with all of this floating around on the basic internet for them to replace ellen with james first of all ellen says she's not going anywhere i think they should replace her with Kathy Griffin, as you guys know, we love For her. Sure. Or Rachel Dratch. Rachel Dratch would be amazing. We don't hear enough of her. She, I know Maya Rudolph is coming back. We'd like some Rachel. I think Maya Rudolph would be a great host, too. She's going to be busy now. She could do her Bronx Beat sketch. She could do so many funny sketches. What can't she do, Maya Rudolph? She could do it all. I want, I want her busy doing another Bridesmaids, though. I, I, I think more we of do. those movies. I think, I think I am sick of seeing talk show hosts that aren't funny. I mean, why don't we get, why don't we, in in speaking in in light of Ben Mulroney, get a person of color, but actually just to make it like, there was once a a magazine shoot, right. There was a magazine shoot once of all the late night talk show hosts and they were all white guys. There needs to be some diversity You know who would be great? She calls herself Les Dog. Leslie Jones. Yes. She would be great. We need someone with, who can offer more like a Joan Rivers. We need, we need a Joan Rivers of our generation. We do. Where are the Joan Rivers of our generation? It's not Melissa. I'll tell you. No, I mean, you know, and she knew that too. That's one thing I love about Joan. Well, Joan's the best and we do miss her and I hope she's resting in peace, but I don't understand why it's that hard. If you have all that money and you talk about being kind, give a little bit of away. I'm sure Ellen's doing that for PR. You're going to see. She's going to come out with a real apology. She's going to donate to some charities. She's probably going to have a whole episode of how much she learned about everything. She's moving on. And- well, the worst part is, so she did put out an apology to her crew. <laughs> but this apology, That's she not- said, you know, ever since we've been growing bigger and bigger, I really dropped the ball and left a lot of the, some responsibilities to other people on my team. And clearly some didn't do their job. You can't do an apology where you're blaming your crew. Some more workers. (laughs) I mean, if that's not hilarious to us common people, I don't know what is. Uh, It's just too much. I I can't deal with that. I was like, and then Portia, her wife saying, I stand with Ellen. Of course you do. Now, in these moments, especially in America, where people are saying, I stand with Breonna Taylor, what's happening, you know, Mm -hmm. the cops still have not been charged or arrested. I stand right now is very politically charged. I stand with Black Lives Matter. I stand against anti-Semitism. I stand with Ellen. Read the fucking room, lady. I like to sit, but I'm still standing for those things. I'll tell you that. Absolutely. (laughs) But when you say I stand in these trying times, it's... Well, listen, everyone doesn't expect her to do a Ben Mulrooney and throw her under the bus, right? Of course she's going to stand to ride or die. I expect nothing less. That is true. (laughs) (laughs) Now we should talk about all these canceling of the celebrities and seeing them, you know, they're doing it to themselves. As in your own personal life, when is it time to cancel some members of your family or close friends? Would you do that? Well, I know for a lot of people, it's like parents who are still enabling adult children. Because canceling means, nowadays, it's starting to mean fired, losing your income. Right. To us, it's meaning boundaries. I don't want you in my life. If I have to see you, I'll be cordial. That's what canceling really means. It means a lot of things to different people, but I agree with you. And it's very hard to cancel family, financially or otherwise. So I don't know how you would do it, but it'd have to be a situational basis. You know, if someone is really creating a toxic, negative relationship and putting onus on you, if you're stressed or anxious to even talk with this individual, they could be a family member. You can cancel them for whatever reason. People get canceled for less. I find it freeing. I don't, you know, because I have a relationship with a sibling of mine 
And the relationship has always been toxic. And then when you get to a certain age, you know, I'm almost, I'm 29. I'm going to be 30 years old in 2021. But <laughs> no, I think I've been unknowingly canceled to, by a couple. Uh, well, yeah, we've been. Uh, and you know think, what? They've canceled about. us. Yeah. And, you know, fine. I'm glad. I mean, if if I make you that uncomfortable in your life, I will leave. I don't I don't want to be a this burden to it. you. This is it. I mean, obviously, family is important and no man, woman is an island. So obviously, if it can be repaired, but like we've talked in the past, if it's narcissism or if it's selfishness or if someone's taking advantage of you, it shouldn't matter who they are. Stand up and stand with yourself. Hashtag, you know, <laughs> yeah. I stand with me, you know. And speaking of canceling with Chelsea Handler, getting back to the celebrities, because I just think it's hilarious. I think she needs to be canceled. Well, I never saw the Hello, Chelsea's Me Privilege, because for some reason, this woman hilarious she's in her mansion oh this is the best part of you guys gotta watch if you guys love to hate watch what is it called yeah i just call it hate watching yeah but it's the best in her show on netflix called privilege she meets with in her mansion people who are really disenfranchised like bottom of the barrel she doesn't offer to donate and before you say well maybe she donated behind the scenes (laughs) now that we know celebrities we know they love talking about their donations they love it we would have heard about it right how they're so disenfranchised. She has them over to her palatial mansion. But the best part in the film, she meets an ex-boyfriend who is black. Um, he's in, He w- just got out of jail for drug dealing. She meets him. She doesn't. She has a meal with his family. She doesn't offer him any money, nothing. It's just, again, you're profiting. But, but why that's so egregious is because, like you said to me, she admits on the show that um, she was caught too, but because she was white and privileged, right. she didn't go to jail, but he did. And on her YouTube page, if you guys Google on YouTube and you you write Chelsea Handler mac and cheese, she's making this gross mac and cheese. And then she gives it to her landscapers. And even in in Spanish, they're saying, OK, we'll give it to the dogs. Like just because they're landscapers, they come from Mexico. They don't want your white, nasty mac and cheese. But did she even try a bite? And recently she shared something from Louis Farrakhan, who is an oh, anti-Semite. Yeah. She, and you know what I found out? from that whole thing that she actually is Jewish herself. And well, she she's Jewish from her father. And I, the reason why I say from her father in Judaism, it's really about the mother, but not a problem. If your father still. is, I still consider you Jewish. I do, but she didn't really grow up. The father never introduced Hanukkah or anything in the house. She talked about this. I, I read one of her books. You can't just say, Hey, I'm Jewish now. So I'm a minority and I can talk about it. Well, hell, Ch- hi, privilege it's me chelsea and then she's saying how then she's posting anti-semitic well and in her netflix she goes you know i'm white i'm jewish you know i'm privileged and that's such an anti-semitic trope that's how i know she didn't grow up jewish because being jewish doesn't make you privileged no uh, certainly doesn't i can assure you (laughs) and the way that she so she also had a little person on her show called chewy that wasn't his nickname that was a little person yes Hmm. She would call this guy Chewy, like I've he's heard a her dog. Say Chewy, but oh, right. really? Oh, I didn't watch the show. And she didn't respect Joan Rivers. Oh yeah, you told me that. That that I think is. So really you know what? Sense. Can I swear on this? Yes, yeah, this is our. Fuck podcast. you, Chelsea. I hate you. And <laughs> long live Joan Rivers. We love you, Kathy Griffin, Maya Rudolph, Rachel Dratch. Yeah, and everyone, stop posting known anti-Semitic or racist crap. Right, you even, can easily look it up before even, you post something. A clock is right twice a day, okay? Just because they say something of truth. Very they nice. still said Jews are vermin. He still said women need to be know, in the house. It, up. it wasn't like he said some random thing right. 20 years ago. It's a known thing. Like, she has the internet. She would never post, for example, like a competing star stuff. You know what I Absolutely. mean? Absolutely. But no problem. Oh, here comes some. Let me add some fuel to the fire. And oh, where are my Mexican gardeners? Let them eat some more of my frozen pizza that I made. I mean, <laughs> I love this time of coronavirus 
for the celebrity part. But I really wish everyone is safe, honestly. You know what I do wish that with these celebrities? I really wish we did have some like Big Brother style cameras on because I would love to see them preparing oh gosh, for these shenanigans. To be a fly on the wall would be hilarious. Like, what are we doing today, Portia? <laughs> like, what should we do? You know, okay, let's put out this statement in support of... I stand uh, with mm, Ellen in these trying mm, times. Yeah, I said, okay, I'm, I'm going to send it. What do you think? Oh, let me call my friend here and ask her. What do you, would you stand with Ellen? And don't forget it, guys. They have all these PR people, everything, and they don't use them. They think, you know what? No, I'm going to post That's on right. my own. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but you know what? It's not that hard. From what I understand, Keanu Reeves is like the sweetest person. Why don't they just look to other celebrities who are nice like that? There's plenty of celebrities who are nice. I just stand with the workers at the Ellen show. Oh, yeah. I hope they get what they deserve. And maybe like some back pay or something. I know she's reinstated them. She's not going anywhere. So whoever sticks with her through this should get like a crazy bonus. I think so. Especially like a Corona bonus, especially since they were like summarily dismissed while she did non-unionized workers coming to the mansion. Not good, Ellen. Not good at all. But I'd still watch Ellen. I didn't watch to begin with, to be honest. Like I did watch. I'd still watch her, but in a different light. Yeah, I don't think she can dance the same way. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note... If you like what you hear, don't forget to check us out weekly on iTunes or on your preferred platform. Please give us a rating and subscribe to the show. Give us the stars you think we deserve. That's true. Also, check out our website at allkindspodcast.com. You can also hit us up on Twitter at allkindsweekly or on Instagram at allkindspodcast. We look forward to hearing from you and maybe we can discuss it on our next show. Thanks for listening.